Lizard Illuminati. A new world order. successful we will be we have a real chance at this new world order they sound crazy sound crazy so who cares but but it could totally a hundred percent be true because we know the government's lies about every single thing Welcome, fellow truthers and conspiracy junkies, to another episode of White Rabbit. I am your host, Catalyst Jones, and boy, do I have a fucking treat for you guys today. Check this shit out. We got Drew motherfucking Logan in the what house. What up, what up? Drewcast. What is that, brother? That was a little bad. <laughs> That's all good. I love it, dude. I, I have yet to get all those little uh, cool-ass fucking intro or add-ons, like, I look up to the guys like you who are doing that in your podcast right now, and I have a ton of questions on what to buy next. So I'll be hitting you up, dude. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> how? Sorry, real quick. How was the move from California to Tennessee, bro? Bro, so it was fucked. The first okay. day, the first day, I I leave super early. I get there early enough to go through TA and TSA and all that shit. And then, you know, I show my ID and of course I, I'm flagged to go fucking get the whole search done. So what the fuck? Yeah. And then they tested my palm and then they were like, oh, you need further searching. And I'm like, what the fuck are you testing? Like, what are you testing for? I just smoked weed. Like, what the fuck is wrong with that? You know? Like, yeah. And then so um, anyways, they I go through all that bullshit and then I sit there and wait in the plane fucking they decided to postpone the uh, the flight to the following day. And so because of you? <laughs> nah, <laughs> no, man, because of fucking the uh, plane hit a bird. Oh, and God. so and so they they uh, maintenance went to check it out and make sure that it was still cool to fly. And then like an hour later, they were like, all right, we're uh, rescheduling the flight, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, OK, so you can't fucking withstand hitting a bird. But yeah, y'all took out the fucking towers. <laughs> yeah yeah that ain't no shit um dude i hate flying i don't know about you but i have to fly like eight eight times a year to go see family in the midwest or south dakota and i hate it man i always have to fly into denver first of all the airport sketchy is all get out it's creepy yeah, it's just a weird airport yeah and, but the the issue with flying into denver or flying out of denver is you have to go over the Rocky Mountains or come through the Rocky Mountains. And every time I do, it's just like a wild roller coaster just because turbulence is fucking nuts there. And I hate it. Hate it. Yeah, I was. Well, I had my dog, too. Right. So she was in this tiny little fucking dog backpack and she's never been like trapped in a fucking bag before. You know, I'm like, I feel yeah. you, little girl, because when I was a freshman in high school, I got shoved in the lockers. I know what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, yeah, no, it's, I, you know, I, I've never, so did you U-Haul all your shit to Tennessee and then fly? Or no, you man, do? I still don't have all my shit. I came out here with my podcasting equipment, 
and uh, as much clothes as I can fit in what I was allowed to take with me. And then, okay. <laughs> yeah, so when are was, you going back for all the other stuff? Uh, well, I'm gonna have um, a, a lot of it shipped out here, but man. Uh, I've had some help out here in Tennessee. So like I didn't come out here with like nothing. So like I had furniture and all the shit like waiting for me, basically. That's good. No, no, no. How's Tennessee? Do you miss Cali and all that? Absolutely, dude. And when people say that I fucking yes, I miss it. dude. (laughs) And And when people say like uh, the the best weed is in California. Like, bro, we are fucking spoiled in California because first off, it's illegal out here in Tennessee. So the weed that I I like found this place in Nashville, apparently it's illegal in all of Tennessee except for Nashville. And so I find this place in Nashville and I, and I go in there and I, and it looks like legit shit and I buy a cartridge and it makes me feel like shit. And then, so like I go back and I'm like, Yo, dude, this is what is this? It doesn't taste yeah. right. It doesn't make me feel right. And they were and they were like, "Oh, it's not actual weed." And Spice I'm like, or something. Fuck is wrong with you people trying to sell this as THC when it's clearly not. But and then I did meet somebody that had uh, was smoking a joint when I was walking my dog, and I was like, "Oh, that's the good shit," because I had been like four days. You know, I couldn't obviously oh, yeah. fly out here with any, so I just walked up on him. I'm like, "Yo, what's up, bro? Like, I'll give you like." Fuck- <laughs> five dollars for a hit <laughs> and he was yeah. like he was like oh dude don't even trip and he ran inside and he like handed me a few nugs and shit and so like oh and then and then a bartender gave me some uh nugs too so it's nice. it's been all good but i will say dude those the weed that i did smoke out here the actual flower is fucking trash compared to what we get in california bro. colorado's good too though like uh back in 2010 i was a massive stoner i was like 24 three or, or something like that and uh i live with a band and i lived close to the colorado border so i would drive to colorado i'd go get like two ounces and then i'd come back and i gotta tell you though when when weed is scarce and you got a lot of it smoking it is better than smoking it in cali only because you know it's like sacred <laughs> yeah, like, no, for sure yeah you get yeah. like a little bit and you're like i'm just gonna take like two hits and hold it in as long as i fucking can yes and get as hot yeah yeah i it's funny because i moved to cali and then my brother owns a head shop and he's got all the weed i could get and i don't even smoke weed anymore dude isn't that oh, weird man. like it's all it's all right there for me and i'm like nope it's got to be illegal for me to enjoy it. I don't know why. Like I don't. Well, we're it. we're five minutes in, bro, and and I haven't done this right. Like f- fuck having people that have podcasts on because they think they can dictate the motherfucking direction of this show. No, ain't <laughs> sorry, dude. Sorry, dog. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's not good. I'm just My fucking bad, with you. So, uh, first off, man, tell us who the fuck you are and what is your podcast about. Well, what's up, man? I'm. My name's Drew Logan. I. Started a podcast back in June because I was just, I'm a welder. I'm a pipe fitter, steam fitter, welder. And I listen to podcasts all fucking day because I just sit there and build stuff. And then I weld it out. And uh, it's, I got tired of music a while back um, just because that just becomes mundane. And so I started listening to podcasts back in like 2013 Back when MP3 players, you had to, like, I bought, like, the first little Amazon, uh, not MP3 player, but AirPod. It was, like, this thing that I had to charge in my truck, and it only got, like, three hours, and I put, put it in. Back then, I only listened to a podcast called Lore, which is all folklore shit, like, 
the Salem witch trials and stuff like that. And then I found Joe Rogan and then, you know, and then all of a sudden it spread out to all these different podcasts. And I just was like, dude, then 2020 hit and then they were really trying to give all of us the jab. And I was like, this is bullshit. The, the, what? Vaccine, the vaccine. Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I'm not getting that thing. So I was going to quit. Like it was it was coming down to the wire where we were working and I, I I was about to get it, but luckily it didn't fall through. And, um, I was going to start my own company, all that stuff. Like I, I just was not going to fall victim to it. And, um, yeah. And then I was like, dude, I got a voice. Like I want to start a podcast. I want to start a podcast talking about the bullshit, how we didn't land on the moon. Like I started looking into stuff, flat earth, my best friend from Kansas, trust me, Kansas is flat as fuck. And, He's like, he's the smart, one of the smartest guys I know. And I went back to visit two summers ago and he's like, Hey bro, the earth is flat. And then, uh, I was like, what? <laughs> like, cause I really, right, respect yeah, slow him. down, slow down. Is that your first red pill? Is that your first like, Oh shit. What the fuck moment? Cause I am going to ask you that, but I do want to hear this story in detail and like the thoughts okay. that were going through your head when your boy was telling you this shit, like okay. definitely tell me this. And then we'll get into what your first red pill was. Okay. Well, the first thought that went through my head was it was not just him. It was him and my other friend who was just as close to, I was in a band and he was my bass player. And so there, what year was this? 2000, this 2020 or 2019, the summer. Okay. This okay. isn't my red pill moment. This is just a, no, I got you, but this is a, my flat earth introduction. And uh, so I was like, first of all, I had, in 2015, I was, I had noticed that flat earth was kind of becoming a thing. And I looked at my buddy, I was like, these people are fucking retarded. Like, <laughs> this is, this is stupid. Like, are we really digressing that much back to we thinking, we were thinking the earth is flat. And then, uh, that's when I realized I was a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so then, so then I, when I'm talking to my best friend and, and my other really good buddy, they're just like kind of breaking it down and they're like, Hey, check out this camera. One of them bought like a really expensive camera to zoom in on shit. And they were doing their own tests because Kansas is flat. You know what I mean? And, uh, and then they were telling is it me an icon. I don't, I don't know what the exact model is. Sean Hibbler threw it out at me the last episode, but I there's like a Nikon where you could like zoom in on, on fucking anything. This kid doesn't play around. When he buys stuff, he buys the best of the best. So I guarantee it's whatever Hibbler has. I listen, right. to, I listen to that podcast, dude. That was a good podcast with Hibbler. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, dude. No, uh, that's you get some savage guests on. I'm I'm impressed. You're you're a go getter, dude. You get after it. But um, so yeah, he's telling me about the flat Earth, and then it was a lot to take in at first. I was like, what? Like, and then I'm I, I would say I'm still processing things. Um, but that same friend, me and him talk once or twice a week. And he's all, every, every time I answer the phone, he's like flat around. Like, like hey, he wants me to freaking tell him. And I'm like, dude, I'm leaning towards flat, bro. It's, it's, it's seeming that, uh, I don't know. Like we've been lied to so much. All I know is science of like a spinning ball. You know what I mean? Going, oh, look, you got a oh, fucking low ready and everything. You're yeah, like, I'm, I'm going on my rabbit. I better have this shit prepared. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm ready. I, do, I not only have a glow, but happen when I go, I on got rabbit. that bad boy too, dog. Oh, oh, oh. 
Uh-oh, those are fighting words. Those are fighting words. So yeah, dude, I I'm I'm uh I'm I'm not I'm not married to either flat or round. I'm still in this process of digesting it. I know it's bullshit. We didn't go to the moon. I know that. Well, Jeez. look at the bottom of your screen right now. What does that say? Where? You live in a simulated hollow flat right room. Running demons, demons and, and fallen fall. angels. Also, Michelle Obama's a man. Dinosaurs never existed. Nukes are a hoax. Space is fake and gay. I like it. You know, and, and my buddy, the same one, he says the same thing. He's like, space is fucking gay, bro. Like, I'm like, okay. And, I, and then I ask him, what is it? And he's like, he believes it's water past uh, past the firmament. And he did send me a video the other day of uh, a guy who has his own little rocket. And it, I'm sure you've seen it. It flies up, spins really fast. So you see the rotation or whatever. But all of a sudden, it just hits something and then yep. it stops. And it and sounds that, like this. Yeah, and then it kind of sounds like it's in water. It is weird. Yeah. It is weird. But I've never been to space. I'm sure any of your listeners haven't been to space, so I don't fucking nah. know. You know yeah. what I mean? I do know that like my grandma, like I bring this up a lot. She worked for the Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena. And so, you know, growing up, man, it was my favorite thing when she would give me like those glossies of all the pictures that the satellites had supposedly taken, you know? And Fuck, I'll be damned if every single one of those supposed actual photos are just images, man. None of them are actual photos. And it's it's crazy. So so you're leaning towards flat earth right now. You're not married to either one, which is good because, I mean, if you, you say, fuck that, the world is flat, then that means you're not open to anything else. And I think that there's a lot more to it than just the earth is flat. I think that that's a good starting point to uh, kind of break away at the matrix per se because that's that's one of those topics man and i still get it even today i had to delete a couple comments off of instagram because people get nasty as fuck you bring up flat earth and they get pissed it, and name calling starts happening and i don't know why just that topic seems to do it that much you know like it's not when you're like hey michelle obama is a man hey fuck you you stupid you guys are all fucking stupid you you are the most retarded fuckers i've ever heard in my life i'm sure that's going on somewhere in that comment section too though and believe sure. me, I thought it was the stupidest fucking thing I heard in my life, too. But you know what? I know more about this fucking globe that all you fuckers are in love with than you do because yeah. I tried to fucking debunk Flat Earth. Yeah, and, and my buddy because says if you go into – my buddy says if you go into debunking it, you're going to find out it's flat. He, he says it every time. Yeah. But I, I, I don't <clears> – <throat> With my little girl and stuff, like I, I do go to the ocean and I'll stare out and supposedly with the earth dropping at eight inches every mile or something like that, Catalina is probably 40 miles away. So it should be, I don't know how far down, but it's not. And it, 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 you can still see the main city, which is called Avalon. I don't know, man. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's I, with I, your own eyes, right? That's with my own eyes. That's not with you the zoomed in camera. Yeah. So... So it is, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, I, and I have, I have a science teacher who I love to death and he was my basketball coach and I'm going to have him on my podcast because I want to freaking get after it with him. So that's hilarious that my science teacher is now going to get on and we're going to battle this flat earth rounder thing. Because... Well, that's awesome. Do you have somebody that's very knowledgeable in flat earth to jump on there with you? Yeah. He will destroy you. 
Yeah, I, I would say yes. Yeah, I do. I uh, I have that guy that told me it was flat. That really smart guy I was telling you about. And uh, so it's gonna be us three. We're just gonna we're <clears throat> we don't want to argue. We don't want to no. like this isn't a nobody needs to. Yeah, it's not an arguing topic. It's like hey, you know, none of us have been to space. You know, from what they fed us in 2020, there's a lot of propaganda, a lot of bullshit going on, even in Ukraine and Russia and all this shit. And and like there's agendas for everything. We all see that now. We, uh, I'd say about ha more than half the country's red pilled, I think. And it's like, let's start questioning other sh other shit, too, especially when it comes to science, because science has bullshitted us so much like in the last two years. Well, yeah. Well, the people that are claiming to be science has bullshitted us. I mean, us red pillars have been following the science and following it to a T. That's why we're calling. We've been calling everything that's fucking happening to these people. We were calling this shit two and a half years ago. We were, we were calling this shit, and now it's happening. It, it really fucking sucks. Oh, are you and, talking about the jabs? Yeah, and yeah. you know, I say it all the time in posts and shit like that on Instagram, and don't think I'm really as heartless as it comes off because I say that like, I have no fucking sympathy for these people. And the reason I say that is because I fucking was out there with a bullhorn as loud as I can, even with people that I love and like sending them stuff, watch this before you go do this, watch this, or at least talk to me, you know, like there's other ways around it. You can file for an exemption, you know, like everything I could possibly do. And, you know, they ended up in, and a lot of them went and got it anyway. And so at this point, and a lot of people are not my friends anymore. I don't have family anymore because of it, you know, like parents, siblings, fucking gone. So, you know what? Damn. Sucks. You guys are going to be dead in three years. I'm sorry, but I fucking yeah. try to tell you. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm still, I'm of the hope and like I, I, <clears throat> I have a heart for humanity. And so, like, I have a hope that, you know, they're not all going to die from the, first jab or whatever like <clears throat> i heard the boosters Jan deplorable janet shout out to her she hooked me up with with the mr white rabbit right here i gotta give her a lot of praise but um you know she came on my podcast talking about it and i asked her you know what what for the people listening who got it is there hope and she's like yeah there's hope she's like but just stay away from the boosters and uh and so you know i i'm proud of you for getting out there and, and saying hey don't get this. Look into this. Hey, you know, sending your family members some videos and stuff like that's what I did, too. Luckily, I come from kind of a hippie family and none of them took it, which nice. I'm, re I'm really proud of my mom and my dad. My dad's hilarious, dude. He's he's yeah, he's just hilarious, but he doesn't trust any of that shit either. But uh, um, I got really fortunate that my family was like they're hippies. So they're like, no, nah, we're not doing any of that. And uh, it's kind of weird how the vegans and the the tree huggers and stuff like that. They all took it. I'm like, dude, now, now you're a GMO. Like what, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> right. All this you're shit. Go to the farmer's market to, uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, I totally get it. Uh, backtrack just a little bit. You gave Janet a shout out, uh, before I jumped on here, she said to tell you what is up. Oh, that's what's up, dude. That's what's up. It, you're in Tennessee now. So you're, you're close to her, right? Yeah. Well, basically. Yeah. She's in the living room right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like, that's dope. We're in the no, same house, so yeah. That's that's what's up, man. See, I'm telling you, that's awesome. Probably, you guys probably got connected through podcasting, right? Yep. 
And then I heard her, I heard her on whiskey, beer and conspiracies. And then I hit them up and I was like, Hey, you guys mind if I poach your guest?" And he was like, no man, go for it. She's awesome. So and then cool we've, been like, we've been like best friends ever since. Like she's Dude, awesome. Yeah. And I hear that about everybody else in this community too. They're like, Janet is like my best friend. And she really is. She is like the fucking nicest person in this community she's the oracle for this little matrix we got going on dude oh yeah. for sure bro yeah so so let's backtrack a little bit and uh since this is your first time on white rabbit uh, you're gonna get three questions that every first timer gets and and let's so what it. was what was your oh fuck moment your first red pill or rabbit hole where you were like wait a minute shit ain't what i thought it was um, when I lived in that band house back in 2010, we had this men's group. Um, we had this men's group that me and a couple buddies started because uh, there's a backstory to that. But basically, a men's group is where you get together, you talk about, you know, if you're depressed, talk talk to friends about it. You know, what I mean, like uh, if you're if you're uh, struggling with something, you talk to the homies about it. some of your listeners may not be christian they may be christian but we would pray over each other just be like it was all just homies and it was really cool and uh one of the homies in the group he came one time and he's like hey drew i just made a hundred thousand dollars and i was like what are you talking about he's like yeah i just joined the illuminati i was like what the fuck is the illuminati and then um he's like uh it's it's a group of the elites and uh all this stuff and i was like what are you smoking like what are you talking about and then he broke down what the illuminati was and then he's like look lebron james is doing it you know the triangle the 666 um all the occultist symbolisms like started popping up and i I would say that's when i was like wait a second um there's some shit going on with this and they're kind of displaying it in hollywood they're displaying it in uh basketball games sports and like I, you know, studying pharaohs and Old Testament and stuff like that and having idols. I've always thought that, you know, people on stage just being like, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, that's kind of like praising an idol. So, like, I dove deep down the Illuminati rabbit hole in the symbols and stuff back in 2010. And then that same men's group, somebody was like, hey, man, have you ever checked out 9-11 videos? I'm like, no. And then uh, they busted that out. And I'd say those two things really red-pilled the shit out of me. Right the fuck on, man. Those, yeah. those, that's awesome. I, I love that you came out with the Illuminati first. I'm checking that off. That is a first on this show. Usually, it, it's it's 9-11 is my number one answer. And number two answer is the movie Zeitgeist. I haven't seen Zeitgeist. I got to watch it, though, if, if people are saying they got red-pilled from it. It's, their, it's like the first red-pill moment. So it'll go like – it goes through like astrology, and then it goes into um, – uh, like uh, 9-11 shit and then it goes into like the Rockefellers and I, I'm wow. not sure if it goes into Bohemian Grove or not but it's definitely a good introduction into a oh fuck everything is not what we thought it was Yeah, um, I don't necessarily agree with all the astrology shit in that film but because um, I myself uh, I mean I don't know if I call myself a Christian man just because I have issues with the fact if what we're being told is legit if there was right. Jesus you know because we've had we've had many messiahs uh before him that had the same exact attributes you know like the same exact attributes with the amount of apostles and dying when he died uh, born when he was born and rising how up he was born yeah and how uh, he was born, a virgin 
days. But you know, and and this is this is something else that stuck with me. And I don't think I've ever mentioned this on the podcast, but I think it's important to mention because when I was having an issue with this in the very beginning, a buddy of mine that I went to high school with, he is a very, very heavy Christian. I even did Bible studies with him for a while. And he said, he said, uh, you know, there's Tupac, right? And there's um, Dr. Dre and there's Eminem and and there's like, and he just started naming off all these rappers. And he was like, so does that mean that you don't exist? Because at the time I was making music, you know, and I was like, oh, that's a good fucking point. So wow. just because there was somebody before you doesn't mean that you're, you're not there either. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, <clears throat> it's a touchy subject, man. Like, uh, because I could sit here and make fun of Mormons, you know, who, joseph smith at 14 found these gold tablets went back to town saying hey check it out i got this new thing uh god sent it to me all this stuff and he creates a whole religion and then yeah. i mock i mock that you know i watch i watch uh uh south park you know that mormon broadway show i forget what it's called i think it's called mormons but uh they had a new york broadway on it me and my brother laughed our ass off and then I look back on what I believe, and it's like, you know, Mary was a virgin, and then she got knocked up. An angel came to her and said, you're going to have the son of God. And, like, I'm like, wait a second, you know, even what I think sounds crazy. So, like, it's um, it's a touchy subject, and it's, uh, yeah, if I'm correct, I'm correct. If I'm not, I'm not. But I would say the moral compass of the Bible is something that um, is respectable in my opinion on living your life it's like a guidebook on living it decently i guess so if, if, it, if it ain't real at least you're a good person <laughs> but... no, i definitely agree and and you know like I, I agree with the bible and uh damn near everything that's in it um now am i i'm not saying that like i know it front to back and i couldn't I if somebody either. says something i can't be like oh turn to such and such on page you know like that's not me i'm not that guy but um you know, throughout the Bible studies and, and whatnot that I have done that I feel like um, there's a lot of good things in there. And I do feel that we have a creator, like truly deep within my heart. Like I, that is what I believe. And I believe in our creator. It's just the certain stories and how man can twist them and how something has been uh, dissected. Books have been taken out uh, underneath the Vatican. There's this huge library, you know, with all these writings and scrolls and everything else that we'll never even know what it says. So like they're only letting us see what they want what they want us to see because there's a lot more in there that would show us what our true potential is, where we come from. And that would take away their power. So like, yeah, yeah I, I do. I do definitely believe in the Bible. It's just uh, some of the Jesus things I have issues with. And, and maybe that's just me. I don't know. And maybe that's just me rebelling against my parents in a way still, but I get it. I got a quick question. Have you seen um, a buddy at a Christmas party? I was at, he, He's like, hey, Drew, you do a podcast, right? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, uh, have you seen what's going on in, uh, I don't know if it's Jerusalem or uh, it's in Egypt, but it's, uh, if you look into it, man, it's weird. They're saying the Messiah has returned and uh, they have, yeah, this, I've seen that. yeah, the guy's like 34 years old. Um, he's got rabbis kissing his hands, just like how Jesus was or whatever. And uh, this rabbi is claiming he is the, he's the return or he's the messiah which is trippy you know like i just keep your eyes on that because i don't know i haven't studied revelations well enough to know but i think somewhere in there it says there will be 
false messiahs, all this weird shit. But uh, oh, it definitely says there will be false messiahs. But and and if I'm not mistaken, it also says that Jesus will not come in the same form. Meaning, like I don't think he is going to come as a human. I think you know maybe AI. Maybe he's interesting. Like, maybe he's like a Q type of thing. You know, interesting. Yeah, I didn't really fully. Sorry to switch gears, but the Q, no. the Q thing. Um, <clears throat> I have a funny story about Q. Okay, so I was I had a welding inspector, and uh, this was like right when Joe Biden got inaugurated, or I don't know what it's called. It wasn't January six yet. He wasn't fully the president, and uh, it was probably oh, it was right before my daughter was born. So it was like, uh, it was uh, yeah, it was in early January. And this inspector was like, hey, man, <clears throat> don't trip, bro, because like I, I wanted Trump to win. And he's like, don't trip, bro. He's like, uh, <clears throat> um, once Joe Biden says that he's the president, everybody's going to get arrested. Like they're all the military is going to roll in, arrest him, Hillary, Obama, all these people. He's like, uh, Trump will be president and literally the world's going to change. It's going to become this new oasis. And he's like, the best days are yet to come. And like, in my head, I was like, damn, we lost. Like, Joe Biden's going to win. And I was like, you really think that? And he's like, yeah. He's like, and uh, anyways, he was, I asked him what, and he told me, he's like, yeah, I, I follow QAnon. And, and I was like, okay. Like, I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I, I had heard of Q, you know, I'd heard of it, but I'd never looked into it too deep. And so for the most part, um, I don't mean to sound rude, but like, is Q is Q still a thing? Do you know? Is that still a thing going on? That's funny. A couple months ago, I did a, a episode, and the title of it was "Is Q Still a Thing?" Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. So absolutely, it is still a thing. And you had mentioned um, right before we jumped on here about, um, uh, fucking, what's that fuck that just got arrested? Oh, Andrew Tate. Yeah. So, you know, things are happening. People say nothing is happening. And here's the thing about with uh, your, the story that you had just said. So I fell for all that shit too, hook, line and sinker. I was definitely full on cue tard. I I'm looking right over there. I still have like four hats with a cute big cue on it and shit. Like I was full on. That's like the first spelling of my show. White rabbit was spelled with a 17 in it to represent Q. So like I fell into it and the thing is, is those arrests that were supposed to happen on Inauguration Day, Q never said that. That was a nonce that were falsely deciphering what they thought was going to happen. And Q did say that the end is not for everyone. And so, but then you dive a little bit deeper, and then you have the occult rejects on your show who are, you know, they're ex-freaking occultists. They were in the OTO. occult, and when they... Yep. And the Golden Dawn. And then so when they yeah. tell you that uh, Q was created from from occultists and it was created from the Quinsicuttle and then he like dove even deeper, it kind of threw a wrench in, man. I even like had to stop him. I was like, bro, you're breaking my heart right now. Just stop. <laughs> Hang on. It hurts. Hang on. Stop. But, um, you know, it's real quick I, I, to, I, to brag on you real fast. The fact that you're like, I was a Q-tart, like, dude, mad respect to you for like just saying, hey, I was wrong. Like, not a lot of people do that shit. 
and like you just oh, well, don't give me credit too quick bro I'm just, okay <laughs> okay i haven't completely thrown it away man i still think <laughs> i still think that there's things happening and uh what it is 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 q actually set up for this thing called devolution and in order for devolution to take place the whole q psyop had to take place and it's part of q and I'm not going to get into it here because I will butcher the shit out of it. And I just don't know enough about it. I've, I've researched enough. it enough. And if you guys want to uh, dive into this, go check out um, a wicked planet podcast with uh, Ron from new England. And he has on this guy, anonymous Sean, and this guy breaks it down in three episodes of what's taking place with devolution and how all this shit actually started in biblical time, like from times when the Bible was being written, this is like uh, since Adam and Eve, this plan has been in place, according to this guy. And it's very fascinating, whether it's legit or not. I don't know. But man, it, if you lay out all the pieces the way that this guy does and you step back, it's got a pretty fucking picture with a very happy ending. So I'm not going to let go of Q just yet because it's one of the few conspiracies that we have that has a happy ending. That's true. <clears throat> yeah, I like positive endings too. A lot of my friends are all fucking black pilled. They're like, "Oh, the world's gonna end tomorrow. <clears throat> We're gonna get nude. All this bullshit." And um, I, I try not to lean on that shit. Like, um, I have a little girl, and uh, she's a little baby, and so like, I just want to see her thrive. You know, so it's hard for me to stay in that mindset. Like, I'm, I'm in the motive of making plans kind of like you, you moved out to Tennessee. I have a plan. I, I bought six acres in Kansas. I'm working on building that property up with the money I make in California and then taking my family there, starting, you know, going to raise uh, some chickens, just do the whole, you know, take, take myself a little bit away from society and make myself more of a, um, I don't know, more down to earth. You could say. Yeah. Uh, live the way that we were meant to live a little yeah. closer that we were meant to live no dude i totally agree with you and i would say like 90 percent of the people in our community want to do exactly that because if and when shit does hit the fan for real for real right you don't want to be in a city man that you want to be as far away from a city as you can because even if you like stock up as much food and everything you want it doesn't come down to how much you have it it comes down to how long can you defend it yep <clears throat> yeah yeah i agree i agree um yeah, I've I've lived all over the place. I've lived in California, uh, Idaho, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri. Anyways, that I would say, <clears throat> I would say this place scares the shit out of me the most. Whenever it comes to a disaster or something happening, like you know what it's like, dude. Um, you're up north. I'm down south. I'm by. I'm really close to LA, and so it's like. Anytime there's Christmas, like what happened last week, I drove out to San Bernardino and uh, took me fucking forever. And I was just like, bro, I can't imagine if it's like everybody in Southern California evacuate now. Like you're not getting out. You're no, not getting out. So I lived out there for a while. And uh, when I first moved out there, I moved on the outskirts of L.A. too. I lived in Simi Valley, but uh, I worked in Thousand Oaks, which is not that far away. And if you if you leave at a certain time in the morning, you're going to get to work like perfectly. But if you miss this like 10 minute fucking window, you're going to be an hour and a half late because the traffic just does not fucking move. <laughs> and 
and just imagine you're right if somebody was to say get the fuck out of la like no and they wouldn't tell you that they wouldn't because it would just be complete utter chaos there's no way that it would do anybody any good that's why i, I believe in the movies when they're like uh no we're not gonna tell them because just think about yeah. it yeah that's legit it's just gonna be straight chaos for a good 30 minutes until whatever happens happens which you know god has his plan so whatever exactly, happens exactly dude exactly and just so, so anybody yeah Anybody listening who's always black pilled, there's a verse Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. It says, "Oh, look at you! I can't, I can't." That, I, I, come on, dude. I, it's only a couple of them, but uh, <laughs> it's like uh, I have plans to prosper you and not forsake you. And sometimes I feel forsaken out here, like especially with this president and with the inflation, with the like rent prices going up. And I know it's going up everywhere, but sometimes I feel that way, and I have to lean back and be like, "I trust you." You know, I trust you, big dog. Like, I, I don't really know what the hell is going to happen, but I trust you. I'm not going to worry about it right now. And uh, just saying yeah. that for anybody who's always feeling down. And and I like to say this, too. I think I even made a meme. I'm not sure. If I didn't, I need to. But uh, I say that we chose to be in this specific time in history for a reason. Like, our soul chose to be here in this moment in history so we are here whether you are awake to the fact or not like don't let yourself down we chose this time for a reason so like you're doing your podcast and, and you're wanting to get out and you're wanting to show your your family like what what it's supposed to be like you're, you're in the right direction you're out there and you're speaking you're speaking your truth and people are listening so you're out there fighting and that is exactly what god said to do he said to spread the word and i feel like you know, we're not Jehovah's Witnesses knocking on people's door, but I feel like I reach probably a lot more people than they do when they spend their entire weekend knocking on doors. You're um, not a salesman either. You're just here, like giving your heart and your mind to this, like conversation. Like, yeah, not, listen to it or don't. Uh, follow, yeah. my, follow my content or don't, man. Like, it's it's just it's for those people that want it. I, if you want to talk shit to me, all good. You, you know, there's the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, fuck the Raiders. You know what I mean? <laughs> just kidding. All right. And this was a voice. I'm kidding. Dog. I'm playing. I, I actually like the Raiders. Like to to just say I'm a huge Chiefs fan uh, from Kansas. But I always went. My dad always took me to the Raiders Chiefs games because they were so rowdy and like uh, like so rowdy. And then which ones did you go to? Did you go to uh, uh, the Arrowhead Stadium or did you? Yeah. Go to yeah, Oakland. no, hell no, I ain't going to Oakland. I'm going to Arrowhead, dude. Yeah, oh, and yeah, I was at Oakland. So I was at the first Raiders game back, and when they came back to Oakland from Los Angeles, and then my dad was just a huge Raiders fan, so we would go to the games all the time. Man, I seen Kansas City a bunch of times in person, oh, yeah. sitting okay. in the black hole with all those people yeah. that are afraid of. <laughs> yeah, you were the, the best part about the Raiders and I I love and respect it is like how far out you guys go with your costumes like in that black pit. You they that. that remember I always wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you guys that. I'll give you guys that. I saw Yeah, we got the violator, we got Gorilla Rilla. Like we have celebrities. We have yeah. fans that are celebrities. They're called yeah. super fans. That's so <laughs> sick. Uh, yeah. The Raiders actually pay a few of them to travel to go to the OA games. Oh, that's dope. See, I, the evolution of that is dope. I, I can respect that. We actually just had a Kansas City Chiefs. They had a guy that called him the Wolfman, and he dressed up as a wolf. And uh, 
what he was doing to get money to go to each games was he was robbing banks. And he just, <laughs> Are you fucking serious? I swear to God. And he just got he just got busted last week. And uh, yeah, Wolfman, Kansas City Chiefs, look it up. He's in the jail. Uh, some now, people are born yeah. dumb, <laughs> like me, for instance. Yep. <laughs> so that's fucking hilarious, man. That and that's who you. I would expect that flag from Gorilla Rilla. You know, like a right. Raider, Super Raiders fan. That's what you would expect. KC ain't paying the They did. Um, Sports Illustrated. A, a few years back did a spread on all the Raiders super fans and like what they really look like in person and shit. And like, there's this one girl called uh, metal Cindy and like half of her face is a skull and like, and she looks like fucking hot. Right. <laughs> smoke show without the makeup or with absolutely. The and without the makeup too. Okay. And, and she's a freaking nurse, you know, like, so like That's all sick. these people have like respectable jobs and shit. And then you look at them at the game and like, People are scared of them, but they're like the nicest people you'll ever meet. <laughs> That's dope, dude. That's fucking cool. If the NFL wasn't rigged and NBA wasn't rigged, I'd, 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 you know, I'd, I'd be more of a fan. But to be honest, I don't even watch the fucking games. I barely watch the Chiefs. Barely. Like I just, I'm not. I, I see through the bullshit when it comes to those uh, sporting events. How sometimes, sometimes I'll still watch the Raider games. <laughs> I've watched probably five this year, maybe six. And I do it because I don't have a relationship with anyone in my family anymore. And that was something that really bonded us together. So when I do watch those games, I still feel like I'm part of the family, you know? So is, what's wrong with your family? Why the fuck aren't they like still like, hey, what's up? Is it just because of all the jabs and all the shit that went down? That's like the fucking straw that broke the camel's back, basically, because um, after I graduated. So growing up, my parents are not parents. My dad was always against it but my mom would uh off and on study in uh with jehovah's witnesses and then um so i was growing up and she would take me to meetings and make me study and shit sometimes and so like i was half-ass indoctrinated with that shit like from a kid and thank god my dad was totally against it and then when i graduated high school all of a sudden uh well, I think what happened was either the passions of the Christ came out or um, or my grandfather died and or it both happened around the same time. And my dad was asking questions like, where did my dad go? Like, I just want to know where my dad was in any way. So the salesmen came to the door and they fucking inducted him into the cult. And so now my father is a full on um, elder in his congregation. My little brother is the same. You know, they're all high up in it. And so in all of my family, like my mom's brother is a freaking elder and his, her sister, like the only one that didn't go, go in with it was my uncle Darren on my dad's side. And unfortunately we lost him last year. So it's like, I got nobody. Dang. Yeah. <clears throat> and Dang. so, so I would always, you know, like I wasn't cool with their cult and, you know, I would call it what it is to them because you, you see me just by following me on Instagram, dude, I don't have a filter and especially to people that I love, I don't have a filter. And so I'm telling my mom that she's in a cult and I'm, and I'm pointing out things that is showing her that her fucking founded by the Rockefellers. Are you kidding me? So like, get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> so anyways, when the jab and all that shit was coming out, um, 
you know, I'm sending them all this shit. And then my mom goes, oh, we went and saw your sister the other day. And, and that was fun. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I bet the kids were happy to see you and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, well, you know, we just had to stand at the bottom of the driveway and wave because they're not vaccinated yet. And I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. I, I was like, okay, okay. So in your religion, in, in all religion, actually, uh, if you're a believer in God, then uh, blood is sacred and you are not to taint it. And, and you almost died a few years back because you refused to get a blood transfusion for a procedure that you had to have. And you almost fucking died. And then you run and go get this shit injected into you, which taints your blood. It alters your DNA because I'm like, you don't worship the God that you say you do, you worship the gods in the fucking box on your wall. And that was the last thing that I said to my mother because she won't speak to me anymore. Well, you forewarned her, man. She's definitely under the spell of the box of the TV. And, <clears throat> you know, next time I'm not, I would say, I would say if you guys ever do it again, like chat again, which I'm sure you will. Um, just love her, man. I mean, it sucks that, they chose to continue going down this route, but clearly you have love for your family. <clears throat> you know what I mean? You're a, you're a good guy. Your heart, I can just tell your heart's freaking great. Um, but yeah, I appreciate that brother. Yeah, so man. back to the Raiders, though. me, man. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, whose show is sorry, it? Dude. I'm sorry. I just, I have curiosity about you as well. Cause like you're the white rat, no. bro. You yeah, for I mean? sure. And this is the first like legit conversation that we've actually got to sit down and yeah. ask, which yeah. I'm fucking juiced on it, by the way. So I want to ask you about your music because I also have like a music background and you brought up the Illuminati and, and what really caught my fucking attention is you said he said a hundred thousand dollars. Is that what he said? Yeah. Check this out, bro. <laughs> Sony was offering me a development deal for guess how much? hundred thousand. Yes. Okay. I didn't take it nice i mean good and this was you as the artist like hey. yeah so yeah. I, at back then at the time i actually had a manager um i was on a low budget label called uh, reality movement and i also had a pr person and so i was opening up for um acts that used to be big names so like i would i went on like uh I would open up for like Sir Mix a lot and like Afro Man and people like that, right? Like nobody were, huge. Were like, you a DJ? What were you? Uh, I would rap and sing. Oh fuck yeah! Okay, okay. Yeah. And and so I did the group thing for a long time, a long long time actually. And then I decided to go solo, and shit started to happen. And bada boom, bada bing, I you know all this stuff. Like I'm like, oh fuck, it's happening, it's happening. And then I started getting in trouble with the law, which I think was set up on me but you know it is what it is um i started to see it for what it was bro and like i saw how shady everybody was that was around me and like people that i really trusted i mean i was i was having sexual relations with my freaking pr lady you know so like Come i really thought i could trust her and i couldn't like she was out to snake me just as much as the rest of them and when i asked if i so the, the studio that I used to record at before I even met these people, I became really good friends with the owner of that studio. And I told him about it and the development deal. And he said, uh, yeah, you need to get a, a entertainment lawyer. Do not go there. And I was like, my man, my manager's there. And he was like, no, nah, you need an entertainment lawyer. Right. And so my manager was like, no, nah, you don't need to bring an entertainment lawyer. And so that's when I was like, 
Yeah. Um, I already know they're going to give me the hundred thousand dollars. And then what's going to happen is I'm going to fucking spend all that money. I'm going to make an album. I'm probably going to buy some dumb shit that I don't fucking need. And then when the album comes out, they're not going to promote it. They're not going to put it on the radio and I'm not going to make that revenue back. And then I'm going to be a hundred thousand dollars plus interest in the fucking hole. Yeah. There's a system. <clears throat> there's a system and you about fell in it. So that was smart. I'm glad you didn't do that. I, I, I never got that far. You know what I mean? In my music career, I I've always had this, I think, because I found out about the Illuminati back in 2010. I've always had this angst of just just write, record and and put it out there, you know, just write, record, put it out there. Don't look for any labels. Don't try to, you know, get plugged in with anything, any of that. Um, and I would say in 2018 it was whenever I got plugged in uh, this guy, Charm Britain. He goes by the king of OC. He's fucking anyways. He's 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 cool. I like him. He knows Lil Wayne. He knows Drake. He knows he was delivering cars to uh, Chris Brown. Um, he's he's in Lil Wayne's video. These hoes ain't loyal. He's like the number one dude sitting with him smoking a joint. So I, I meet this guy and I'm like, dude, this guy's a, a savage. You know, he's got all these guys. And then I was featuring on his music and uh, I got a taste, man. My my Instagram following went up real quick on my other one on my music one gotcha, bitch. yeah yeah and then i was like dude this is great like uh clearly the girls like it um i was liking it but then my music started changing in my head i i, I started writing like uh and i was singing more more from the heart before and then then it was like nah i want money I want bitches and like I, it just changed. And then luckily I met my wife like in the middle of that process. I met my wife. Um, she she had a kid. And so I knew, OK, I need to take this seriously. If I do commit to this person, I can't cheat on her. I can't. You know, she's got her own little life going on. She ain't just some hoe in the club, you know. And so I ended up. <laughs> taking her seriously and then my mom was like telling me hey don't treat this girl like the other girls and and her telling me that just kind of made me go okay she's right and then i ended up marrying her and kind of dropped it and now i now i just play music i play the ukulele i play the guitar i i uh i still write a little bit i i'm actually about to drop <clears throat> on my podcast channel the songs i wrote from 2010 to 2015 i'm just going to put it out there and uh you just press play on youtube so you guys can all hear it it's oh hell yeah yeah so I'll, I'll, I'll i'm getting that lined up right now and then and then yeah so people can get an idea like they hear me i'm just some blue collar schmuck who likes the chiefs and thinks there might be <laughs> flat you know but i used to sing and i and they hear that and they're like well i i, I don't know like I'm, if anybody's curious it'll be on my youtube at, pretty soon but Nice. I'm going to check that shit out too. And I'll nice promote, bro. I'll promote it for you. Uh, that's, that's fucking dope. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm ashamed to show people the music that I made because like the shit that was produced really well is the shit that I was making because I was clout chasing. So it ain't nothing about Same here. just drinking and fucking bitches. And it's like, that's not who I am. So like when people are like, let me hear your shit. I'm like, it's fucking porno through audio but like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, bro. The stuff from 2018 up, is very secular and like one of my songs is called honey it's probably the best song i've written but it's the most 
non-character it's not my character at all it's like you know i'm up all night because low-key i'm gonna get it i'm up all night because you know i gotta hit it you know like all this shit you know what i mean like and uh it's a good song it's a hype song it'll get you going but like it's not me it's not my heart you know well i still want to bump that shit yeah like when people ask me like i got shit ton of songs out there but i don't point them in the right direction <laughs> yeah dude yeah um I mean, if you're close to me, I'll, I'll send you some shit. I mean, fuck it, dude. I mean, I got some stuff that I've actually even ended a podcast with because a lot of my songs were about before I started fucking with my manager. A lot of my songs were trying to wake people up to the shit that was going on even back then. And I'm talking like fucking 2005. <laughs> like, Damn. Yeah. And so, you know, I was out there talking and then when you know, they came into the picture, then my music totally changed because like I was just clout chasing, like they had connections and I'm like, all right, if this is the music that people like to hear that that's what I'm fucking making, even though that's not who I truly was. So I was selling out like a motherfucker. <laughs> hell yeah. I mean, hell no. But uh, <laughs> I have, I have a question for you because when I first started following you, you were posting like uh, Eminem uh, and how he's a clone is that true like is that what you, is that like i i haven't diving into any of it and uh i'm just curious if you if, if that's if, if my memory is correct if that's what i saw <laughs> yeah that's what you saw bro um, okay tell me about that please <laughs> like i'm curious well i can't i can't give too much away right okay. now because on sunday i'm recording um with Ryan Dean and we're going to do a really deep dive into uh, clones, celebrity cloning centers and Donald Marshall and who runs it. And I'm going to be uh, talking about first account eyewitness people that were there on a nightly basis and about what they spoke of. I'll but in a nutshell, if we want to, if we want to uh, see Eminem, I mean, basically in a nutshell, if you remember back in 2005 ish, he disappeared for a while and then he came out with um what was it recovery i think was oh yeah so um oh yeah i i knew every word to that fucking album dude so he's gone for a while and then and he comes out with the album or before that there was a news uh the news was playing this thing eminem dies in a car crash um blah 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 they play it for like a half an hour and then all of a sudden nothing crickets net like it, it's just yanked gone and then he's gone for a while and then he comes back he doesn't look the same he doesn't rap the same like his it, i don't know if you could tell but eminem fucking sucks and eminem used to be really really fucking good now his clone was able to pull it out of his ass and take out mk uh or machine gun kelly but, okay, uh, <laughs> okay. I but, just bumped uh, that the other night. I went to the movies with my wife. We went and saw Avatar, and we were talking about that beef, and we played both songs. And I was just literally like three nights ago, so I just heard that song of him like snapping back to uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Isn't that funny, man? Machine Gun Kelly's trying to look all hard in that video, like with the shirt off, with the suspenders, eating a bowl of milk and shit, like trying to look hard as fuck. And, and anybody listening or watching this shit, go ahead and just Google. I wish I had keyed it up. Go ahead and Google fucking that motherfucker right now standing next to his new wife and all the fucking weird shit that he's wearing. Like, that's what happens when you try to even battle Eminem's clone. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, you'll end up becoming a Satanist real quick. I, I the, 
isn't that the weirdest thing about i did a podcast with new york patriot recently and uh he educated new york patriot yeah he educated the shit out of me dude like that guy that guy is like he was talking about <clears throat> how it's all magic and uh and I, ever since he told me that and all and I, I i look back and i'm like dude it does seem like witchcraft it seems like these people are dressing up these people are having blood vials on their neck from their wife or whatever. And it's just like, it's all occult magic. All and of it is. All Everybody of that we see in front of us is like, I mean, obviously yeah. not you and I um, backtrack though, dude, thank God for your wife. And I seriously am saying, thank God, because I feel like he was like, no, we want this one. We're going to keep this soldier. So yeah, dude, I'll, I'll definitely play that back to her. Uh, yeah, dude, thank God for my wife. I can't even express to you how lost I was until I, I, I met her. And uh, I went through a bad relationship before her, played Russian roulette with a 41 mag. It was that bad, you know what I mean? So, like, uh, praise God for her. I, 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 everything, I owe it to her. A lot of, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I got to ask you this. And this is a deep one, man. And the reason I ask people this is because this is the question that still to this day gets me. And as a little kid, I would lay awake at night and it, and it would freaking drive me crazy. How is there anything at all? The Big Bang, bro. It just all hit. Rocks hit. And they fucking blew up. And then, you know, there was a tadpole that turned into a monkey that turned into us. And now we're about to turn into, uh, you know, transhumanism fucking machines. That's no, I, I don't. How was the question again? How is there anything at all? Yeah. I mean, at all. Like everybody, you know, like, oh, well, God, God made everything. Well, who made God? You're like, right. How is oh there my God. any uh, existence that how did absolutely nothing? I mean, and how is there anything at all? Who made God is a great question. Uh, you know, I, <clears throat> if you sit there and you think about forever, you know, cause when you die, you go to heaven forever. It's like just trying to grasp forever is, is crazy. I, I would say, this question is for a higher power than myself and any other human, because I think, I think we as humans, we have this brain, you know, this brain is only a certain size. Uh, some whales have bigger brains than us or whatever dolphins. Um, for me to understand that question, <clears throat> I humbly say I probably don't I don't have the capacity to understand that question. Um, but uh, it's a great question. Brutality. <laughs> what you tell me, you tell me, you I tell have me. No idea. It still keeps me up. Like I just I can't understand. And I was in a Bible study one time as a kid and I asked that question, and he was like, So are you asking like how is God like, how is, does God have a beginning? And I guess I said, I guess. Yeah. And then he drew a circle and he was like, where does this circle begin and where does it end? And I said, 
well, it begins right here when you started drawing it. <laughs> and then oh, it okay. ends when you lifted your pencil up. And he was like, no, a circle never starts and it never ends. It just keeps going. I and just that heard that recently. Best way that he could describe it to me. But, you know, it's still like a not good enough answer for me. You know what? I, I have a Bible thumping. Like, I'm not super Bible thumpy, dude. I'm more like of a hippie mindset. And uh, um, I have a Bible thumper friend at work. And he, I asked him the same thing because me and my brother, we we're like you, man. We ask the same questions at church, all that stuff. I think it's very healthy. I think it's very wise to ask these questions. And my brother's like, yo, when we go to heaven, are we just going to be like all standing around like, oh, whatever, you know what I mean? Forever. Just like, you know, <laughs> right? and, and that, like, sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. And, and I, I told one of my Bible thumping friends that <clears throat> and he kind of got mad at me. And he's like, he goes, the magnitude of God he's like imagine and he's like imagine the sun right now okay it's far away whatever 92 million miles i doubt it but it's far away and he's like imagine being able to get as close as you can to that sun without burning and just looking at it and and not being blinded and just watching it and he's like he's like god is bigger than that he's like how in awe would you be of that visual and I was like, ah, this is a pretty powerful visual, you know? And so he kind of told me that one time. And as much as he annoys me, I was, I was like, you know what? That's, that's, um, I respect that answer because I don't know if my mind can fully capably, well, I just said it earlier. I don't think I can grasp the vastness and the magnitude of maybe who God is. I don't know, you know? Yeah, I don't think any of us can. Uh, that that's definite. I feel I like to I like the theory that uh, we are all a part of God and we are here experiencing uh, this existence, and then we are going back to source and bringing what we experienced with us. I, I like that. I feel like there is a lot of and that is you know in a sense heaven, right? You know, and heaven is who knows what heaven is and i feel like we're thinking about it in terms that we only know because there's going to be we only have five senses supposedly we only have five senses i think we have telepathy and i think we also have a lot of other things but you know like who's to say what we will have or it, you're saying like imagine looking at god who's to say we're even going to look like right it could yeah. be something so incredible like and we could all just be a part of each other and just who the fuck knows? I can tell you one thing, though, man. It's solidified my uh, belief in God these last two years to know the evil that's out there, to understand that there's a good soldier and a bad soldier. It's solidified it in my mind, and I think it's woken a lot of people up to the spiritual side of this battle. And, like, you're talking about when we're dead, if we'll even see. Like, I think we will, and I think we'll be warriors, dude. I don't think we'll be – I don't think we'll be, like uh, – well, I mean, we yeah. might have something better than seeing. We might have yeah. yeah, 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 You're, yeah. You know what I mean? You're, yeah, touche on that. You know, you reminded me of the movie Avatar, the way you were talking about that, how we're all one and God is with us and we are all... Like that movie, even though James Cameron is a fucking weirdo. Romantic piece it, of shit. Yeah, even though he did make a damn good movie. Like, uh, it's it's pretty good. I had to like check out of my, you know, conspiracy brain and my my left right wing brain and just be like, okay, just enjoy this 3d movie, dude. And I watched it and I, I really liked it. I think you'll like it too. It's, it's pretty damn good. If you I can check it, out. 
I saw the original one when it first came out and I saw it in 3D and I thought it was very awe amazing. Like just it visually exactly. it was fucking incredible. However, this is what I tell people. I really liked Fern Gully the way that it was. They didn't have to remake yeah. it. <laughs> Fern Gully is the shit, dude. That, that black fucking smog. All. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> you're right. You're right. This one, the first one was Fern Gully. This one's uh, more like uh, whale poaching. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. This one's more on the lines of uh it's Avatar the Way of the Way of Water. And it's yeah, it's more like poaching and stuff like that. Which well, I can I, I can get behind that. Yeah, I'll I'll watch it. I like to watch movies every now and then. I actually gave in and I watched a mainstream movie the other day because everybody was telling me it was dope and I'm glad I watched it. It was a Top Gun the Maverick movie and I was like fuck yeah dude after I watched it I was like I'm glad I watched that shit it's good to blue pill sometimes well what's cool about that that movie is uh he kept the Taiwan flag on his jacket like they were they were like China was like we're not gonna fucking air this movie in China if you keep that on and Tom Cruise was the one who like kind of put his foot down he's like nope this is America you dumb son of a bitch okay <laughs> exactly hey dude that's uh that right there don't even tell me who that is that's uh fed smoker possibly yeah no i i love that guy dude he's dead <laughs> he's dead he died in 2020 but yeah that's that's fed smoker man you dumb motherfucker i that's love funny. that guy i have so many buttons i don't even know who's who in here anymore that's right. hilarious he, <clears throat> he, he reminds me of a redneck friend that my dad was really good friends with and this guy was always on meth he was always doing crazy shit he one time he knocked on my window at like 2 a.m. He's like, Andrew, let me in. I was like, okay. His name was Marty. And he gets on the phone. He's like asking his girlfriend at the time. He's like, Sandy, just let me in the house. Sandy, come on. And I'll never forget it, man. I was just like, I, unfortunately, I looked at him like, oh, I never want to be in that position. Um, but there was a couple relationships where I was for sure. Like, hey, <laughs> let me in. <laughs> no, I've had my fair share of bad relationships and <clears throat> Um, I wish I had that button on here because I discovered dying alone, dying alone. with dying alone. No. I don't know, man. It would be nice to meet that somebody, but honestly, I am such a selfish motherfucker and my time is so important to me that it has to be something insane for me to break away from the things that I want to do. Like if I want to make yeah. art right now, I'm making art right now. Don't fucking bother me. Like, if I'm doing a podcast or if I'm promoting or if I'm doing, it's just, I'm very fucking selfish and I'm aware of that. And I couldn't give what a girl needs. So I'm bro. I'm still selfish. I'm still all those things you're saying. And luckily I found a girl who puts up with my ass. You know what I mean? And half the time that's what it comes down to. And it's just after that, it's all compromise. Like, okay, I got to do a podcast. How about you go get your nails done tomorrow? for two hours or whatever you know what i mean it's it's all you got to find that person who's willing to do the dance with you if that I makes feel sense. You. i feel though it's because i'm so driven right now that like i you know even though i'm not trying to be like rich and famous i have goals and i want to get there and i feel like once i get there once like i own my own house with property and and shit and like i am self-sufficient in every way that i am goaling out to be then at that point, then it would be nice to be able to invite somebody in and be like, look at, look at what I have. Would you like to join me? Yeah, no touche on that. And if you can pull it off, I, I, I would say that's probably the best way to do it. That's what my brother's doing. He's two years older than me, but, um, 
there's also a chance that you can meet somebody that'll help you with that dream. You know what I mean? Like definitely. But it, know. in my fucking uh, lifetime, everyone <laughs> that I've been with has gotten in the way of my dreams. So, yeah, I have noticed that dude, like when I first was playing music and uh, I'd play songs and stuff, they'd be like, yo, can you play? Can you keep playing? Can you keep playing? And then once I was going to the studio and I was really chasing it, then they're like, trying to take me away from that guitar trying to take me away from the songs and i so i totally understand that once they kind of see you doing your thing and being successful at it they can kind of feel threatened by it if that yeah yeah absolutely um i remember a girl broke up with me because she said that music she said your daughter and your music are more important to you than i am and i said fucking ain't right they are hell yeah especially the daughter (laughs) they are i'm sorry but they are my daughter is the most important thing in the world to me, dude. My family is together, but my daughter, she holds she holds a very special piece of my heart. Oh, yeah. I- my daughter is the only thing in this world that I know that I truly love. Because when I don't know how it was for you, but when my daughter was born, it was the most emotionally intense moment of my entire life. I felt every emotion that you could possibly feel as hard as you could possibly feel it all at once. And I was like, that is what love is. Yeah. I I I had a little different. Um, uh, you know, they say when you have the kid, you just have this, oh, like this, like changing your heart. <clears throat> I definitely did. But as she's developing and saying, dad, dad, and like, hey, and like sit next to me, like uh, all I watch is Disney movies or whatever, not just Disney, but like just like Transylvania like all I watch is like these cartoon movies now, dude. I don't watch anything else. And uh we'll talk about Disney off air, bro. <laughs> yeah, Disney, Disney is whack as hell. Um the, the I just don't like how they're agenda driven and sexuality and all that stupid shit. Um, but and they've just been corrupt for a long time. But we'll did you see in. the video that I just made uh, posted about Disney? How recent? Like Man, with, like within the week. It was no. It was, um, I forget what I started it with, but I end it with uh, one of the very first drawing, animated drawings of Mickey, and it's the cheese factory with the cheese going by, and okay. he's turning the chunks of cheese into Swiss cheese, but nobody really pays attention to how he was doing that. He has a fucking boner, and he's grabbing the cheese, and he's going, and he's poking holes in it with his dick. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh my gosh! I I, I want to look it up now. I'll wait, but uh, see, that's what I'm saying. The subliminal messages that like passed my eyes is crazy. And now that we have the internet, everything can get breaking down and shown and exposed. And that's what makes Disney look so fucking whack. I don't know if it was just because that had to get approved. You know what I mean? And it was approved. So that's the gnarliest thing. I'm gonna see if I can pull that shit up real quick. Uh, well before I'll, I'll talk but like the <clears throat> the the thing about my little girl now dude is like she'll sit down and she'll literally be like dada and like hit hit the like the seat right next to her because she wants me to sit there and watch tv with her and i don't know she's just she's stolen my heart that's for sure <laughs> no definitely no, how old is she get some cheese. uh she's gonna be two in january it's uh it's downloading it right now. Uh it's in the cloud, so um no worries. Downloading it and then I'm gonna air. How's it. how's your studio? How how's your setup? I like I like your background. 
Look, uh, like I yeah, like- I was disappointed, man, because I couldn't, um, I couldn't bring my backdrop on the plane with me. And I actually like this better because I have a banner made with like my rabbit and my rabbit is like huge behind me usually, but I actually like this better. It's I kind of like the Joe Rogan cloth. Yeah. Like that Joe Rogan cloth. You you know how he had, he used to have red burgundy. You know why he chose burgundy? Why? Do you know why he chose? Because uh, nobody wears. I'll keep going. Because nobody wears burgundy. Really? So it would contrast it like he wouldn't have to worry about him drowning in with the background. Interesting. What do you think of <laughs> Joe Rogan? I got friends who think he's like a shill. I, I don't know. I think I'm just happy he exposed the shots. He was he was like a big component of saying, hey, man, I don't think everybody needs to get these things, you know? Yeah, you seeing- make a very good point right there. Um, he's definitely a gatekeeper, but at the same time, he's one of those people and um, – I'll, I'll I'll throw like Russell Brand in the mix, um, are that are speaking out that have the fucking ears of so many motherfuckers, and even though he's gatekeeping, like he'll have on he he won't like entertain a flat Earth conversation. He won't entertain a lot of tinfoil hat shit. Even when Sam Tripley was on there, even when Sam Tripley was on there, he was changing the subject and trying to make him look stupid before Sam could get a thought out. He made him seem silly. Yeah, and not to mention, I'm sure Sam was nervous to be on the show to begin with. But, I mean, Sam talks like they're really good friends and shit. But, you know, Joe Rogan is, he's fucking up there. And and that's what I'm trying to say. You ain't getting no $100 million fucking nothing if you're not playing along in one way or another. Yeah, getting $200 bucks is is nuts. Was but, it 200? Hey, you know, I thought it was 100. Either it was, way, it was 200. It's more than I'll ever fucking see in my life. Nor yeah. what, what the fuck would I do with that anyway? I do love the UFC, though. I do love I do the too. UFC. Like, and, it's the one sport that I, I, I really actually will watch. And to be honest, bro, like, I got so sick of the music that was out. And so, um, everybody at my work were always listening to podcasts. And, and so, somebody was on Joe Rogan that I was interested in listening to. So I was like, okay, I'll listen to one of these fucking podcast things. And I was hooked and I was like, Mm -hmm. this is the shit. So Joe Rogan like broke me into podcasts. And then I was like, man, is there anybody talking about like actual conspiracies? Because I feel like Joe Rogan will start something and he won't get into it. And then a buddy of mine at work was like, yo, check out tinfoil hat. And I checked out tinfoil hat. And then I was like, you motherfucker, I hate you because this is exactly the podcast that I had in my head that I was going to start. But at the same time, fuck yeah, that's awesome that you're doing this. So, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. He's the one who I got to give him credit. He, he said back in May, Sam Tripley's like, take control of your life. He's like, if you want to start a podcast, start a podcast. And I have a thing when I write something down, I normally do it. <clears throat> so I went straight and this was at work. I went, I go, I'm going to start a podcast. And I didn't know how, I'm sure, just like you, bro. <clears throat> I was like, how do I start this? How do I do it? And I started with Skype. And now I'm on Riverside. What, what, what pro? Yeah, you know how it is. Like, I'm still, I'm still working my way up, making the show better. Your show is very legit. You got all the soundboards. You got this badass background, White Rabbit, that I see. And like, you're, you just, you're more of a, like you're an engineer, like you're, <clears throat> you're good. And I'm trying to get better. 
Bro, it did not start out this way, trust me. And <laughs> <laughs> my first attempts at a podcast will never see the light of day. It was me <laughs> sitting in the back with my roommate at the time, and we were drunk as fuck, and I just pressed fucking record on my cell phone and set it on the table, and it was just us, me trying to red pill him. Got to start somewhere, dude. <laughs> gotta start somewhere exactly bro so like all these bells and whistles you see it took time it took a lot of time but i Whoa, didn't i didn't really get serious until uh about a year i think yeah it's a little over a year i've been doing this so well you're doing good you're doing good and, and i'm sure you'll only get better man it's going good man it's uh it's the shitty thing is when you have a guest like i kind of i kind of did this to also you know, get in touch with my friends because I'm so far away from Kansas. And uh, a lot of my friends are married and they have kids and like, they never answer my phone calls. They never, you know, which it doesn't sound like a good friend, you know, but like, if you reach out, if you reach out to them and you're like, Hey, uh, do you want to get on my podcast and we could catch up? Like one of my buddies, he's a, was a whitewater rafting guy in Idaho. And so I called him up and sure enough, man, it was one of my favorite podcasts, just talking to him about his stories and fishing in Alaska. And that was like my third podcast. And so I'm, I'm not really a conspiracy podcast. I call, I call out the bullshit when there's bullshit happening, which is just about all the fucking time now. But, uh, every now and then I'll get a guest on, like I have this old man who I look up to a lot. He moved to Mexico for 30 years to help out this poor village like he he did the damn thing and now he's back on his ranch and so i want to call him and talk to him about some of his story or whatever podcast with him and talk to him about some of his stories because i feel like <clears throat> everybody's got a story to tell you know what i mean yeah definitely bro and that's awesome that you you wrote it down and now you're doing it and you're fucking now you're sitting here talking to the crazy motherfucker that thinks the m&m is a clone i love dude i learn a lot like i like i sit back and like I said, now <clears throat> the, to to watch the news is to uh, basically plug back into the matrix. It's so stupid, and and I I've learned that via this podcast. It's like um, my buddy says the best thing though. Uh, he's like, nobody has a fucking clue what's going on, and I I I, I agree with him. Nobody. I, I'm talking the, the president, uh, Brad Pitt, me. You like we we have this idea, but nobody knows what the fuck's going on. What, dude, the, and that's a good point because I often think like, what if none of this shit is actually happening? It's like they they play all this shit on the news, and they play the left, they play the right, they play the truthers, they play the people that try not to give a, two fucks about anything at all, and it's like they just run this entire fucking charade. And what if none of it is real? Like they just pass this fucking. What it the omnibus bill or whatever? Yeah. So that means that means what? That means what? That it's just Zelensky just. Are you dumb, stupid? Wait, no, wrong one. See, that's what happens when you have too many. Yeah, exactly, bro. And so, and and it's just a circus at the end of the day. It's a show. It's a. You know, I give respect to New York Patriot because he's like, dude, he's like, a, a TV is magic, man. Lights are magic. Uh, and then and, and it just made me realize he's right. The radio is magic. The shit is magic. People listening to this conversation right now 
in some cases it is magic. Like it, it's depends what time of era you've, you were able to see this. If it was the 1800s and your horse and boogie and somebody holds up an iPad to you and you're watching this, it's magic. And so I just try to. Absolutely. But in the yeah. sense too, that he's speaking of is like, it's all ritual magic. That yeah. People in these positions are and everything yeah. has meaning. Right. So I'll take it back to, if we're going to talk about him and shout out to him and, uh, the the stuff that the knowledge that he has too is crazy because he he's not afraid to like rip you right out of your fucking uh matrix Mind. that you're in yeah. right because I'm sitting here thinking that I'm a truther and I'm pushing out what I'm pushing out and then the Georgia Guidestones fall and I'm like fuck yes like some truther out there feels just like I do except he's crazier than I am and actually went and did something and fuck you in nwo right and i'm excited i'm making videos i'm showing rabbits spinning around in their chair all excited and shit with the fucking guide stones blowing up and i post that shit and i have him on that night and then he was like you just participated in a ritual dang i'm like yeah yeah fuck yeah <laughs> like and then he broke it down yeah. and, like, and then like the fucking moon phase and what day uh, of it happened and like the time that it happened and, and all the significance in a fucking magic ritual that it all had. And I was just like, fuck dude. So yeah, you're right, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Everything so is magic and, yeah. and everything is manipulated in one way or another. And you just have fucking sorcerers that are battling each other, or maybe they're not, maybe they're just putting on a show that makes it look like they're battling each other. Just like when you watch Andre the giant fucking and, whoever wrestle and then they go and fucking drink beers later on you know like that's 98 of them happening you know and Zelensky is a fucking actor like he is yeah. an actor why haven't we seen joe biden in the actual oval office why is he fucking in a in a makeshift oval office why is this happening now we're seeing this is funny too i just saw a picture the, and you know somebody's probably fucking editing because I edit videos and I and I'm a graphic designer, so I know how easy it is to fucking make shit look real. But a fucking uh, golf course out the window of the Oval Office the other day, and I'm just like, what the fuck is happening here? It's all it's either just the people that are paying attention, they're just like they're like putting it out there to drive us crazy, and the people that aren't paying attention, they're just like mocking them. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. It's um. I revert back, back to treat thy neighbor as thyself and all that crap, dude. Like I said, I, it, <clears throat> I think it comes down to, and I, you know, like I said, I have a hippie background. One love, baby. And like, it sounds tacky. It sounds cheesy. But all I know is the divide and conquer is a, is a, is a, a tool that people have used for centuries and whatever, forever. And uh, they want to divide and conquer. And so right. that's, that's where I'm at. I'm like, well, one love, like I have a, I live in Southern California. I have a whole bunch of democratic friends and I just love on them. I give them shit. I'll tease them. But like, I love on them. Uh, uh, I don't know. You know what I mean though? Like if there's magic going well, like there is magic going on, dude. And you know, Patriot said something weird too. He's like, the moon changes colors. And I had a buddy try to tell me, yeah, that's because of this. That's because of this. But, um, he was saying colors have magic to it. And, and, and uh, like, it is weird when you think like it, there's a red moon, blood moon, whatever. Then there's like an orange moon. Then there's a really white moon. It's weird. Our, our, 
our little realm earth or whatever is weird um and the moon is really fascinating and uh i've been i i had to stop talking about the moon on my podcast because they were like okay move on i was like no dude it's so fascinating and the fact that we supposedly went there and landed five times and then came back home <laughs> like what the fuck yeah so have you noticed like so i didn't know that you've been talking a lot about the moon and i and i'm big on looking at the moon and and kind of in my head documenting where i see it when i see it what it looks like and shit like that you notice that like the dark spots on the moon is always the same color as the sky no i haven't noticed that. that they're all so if the sky is fucking blue and you, it's it's like two o'clock in the afternoon and you can see the moon the fucking dark spots are the same color blue as the sky. Like the craters? Yes. Tells me that you can see through it and it is in our atmosphere. It is very close. And Interesting. So, and, and you're right. And the moon is so much fun to watch, especially lately, because it is sticking around a lot longer than it used to. Um, I was just telling Hibbler when he was on my show is like there was a good week a solid week where I saw it 24 seven, it was out no matter what time of day I could fucking see it. And then today, uh, Janet and I were outside and, um, I'm taking my dog to go to the bathroom and I look up and it was like, I don't know, like three o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. And I could see the fucking moon. <laughs> Weird. It, yeah. I, I remember I've seen it during the daytime and I'm not sure I haven't dove into the science or the theories behind flat earth, like where, it all rotates, you know what I mean? Um, so I don't know the whole idea of seeing it during the day, but I haven't looked at the craters to see if they match the sky. I will now. The coolest thing for me, I lived uh, oceanfront in Newport Beach for five years from 2013 to 2018. And the coolest thing was when I would wake up at 3 a.m., say I was thirsty, and uh, I'd go and I'd go get a glass of water and I would stare out the window. And if there was a full moon over the ocean, it was the most magical thing I've ever seen. And, uh, I'd just stare at it for a while. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the thing about space and the moon is I've always been fascinated by it. Growing up in Kansas, I had no light pollution. So I'd always stare up at the stars. And now you're probably in that same situation. You can probably see the Milky Way when you go outside at night. I know it's cold as balls there, so you haven't really gone out at night. But like when it warms up, you're going to really appreciate the summer where you're at. Well, I wasn't like um, just because I grew up in California doesn't mean I was deprived of that because I actually Sorry. lived in the mountains in a small ass hick town. So that's what's up. Yeah. Okay. So you okay? Never mind. You know what's up. Yeah. So I grew up in the snow, and I actually know what stars look like, and I and to be honest, at least so far, I have gone out and looked up at the stars and where I was before I could see more because it was uh, it was actually darker, I think, because there is a still light pollution. Flat, it's flat here. Right. Yeah. And so like the neighbors, there's light pollution from the neighbors. There isn't many, but there's just enough to give a little bit of light pollution. And when I was up in the mountains, it was the fucking mountains. And yeah. if you did have neighbors, it, there was like hundreds of pine trees in between you and them so you, you really see, saw it yeah. yeah you really it was dark dude yeah I, I shit on california all the time but it is the and i'm not trying to make you sad but it is the most prettiest 
state in the country, I think, when it comes to nature. Um, but other places do rival it in the summer. Like, there's – I miss the seasons, bro. And I, I don't know about you, but, like, I've been here 11 years, and when when it's going to be Halloween, I want it to feel like fucking Halloween. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want I want my leaves to turn orange and pink and all that stuff. And then you want, want you want to wear a sweatshirt. <laughs> I want to wear a sweatshirt. It gets really mundane in Southern California whenever I can wear shorts all the time. Yeah, it's great. It's it's it is nice when my mom's like, "Hey, it's minus forty in South Dakota." I'm like, "Well, I'm about to go to Great Wolf Lodge and go to a water park." You know, so like, there's there's yings and yangs to everything. So I'm trying to enjoy California while I'm here because I know the day I leave, I'm gonna be like, "Fuck, I miss it." Like I just know it's gonna happen. So. No matter where you're at, I would say enjoy the chapter of that time in your life. And, and I, I imagine you will miss Cali, and you probably are. All but, right. But I would say take the time to enjoy your balls shriveling up to your gut because it's so damn cold. <laughs> all right. Just take the time. <laughs> like you may it miss it someday. Cold, man. It's it's like cold, cold in a different way, and especially because it's windy every time it's cold too. So it's like <laughs> the wind cold. chill. Yeah, the wind chill factor is fucked but yeah. i mean it's not anything that i'm not used to man because like growing up like i said it was the mountains yeah. like, we had tunnels we would like i lived in dorrington for a while which is like a very high elevation and so we would get like six to eight feet of snow and shit okay yeah so you 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 know what you're dealing with you know what i mean montana is a whole different ball game south dakota that minus 40 i i haven't even experienced that so I went uh, one time and I was way too young to really remember it, but I visited one of my buddies, Matt Jarnigan. Shout out to Matt if you're listening, if you don't think I'm completely crazy by now. Uh, <laughs> but um, I like, man, I was super young. It was like seventh grade probably. I went out to Montana because he moved out there for a year and I spent Christmas out there with him and his mom. And I remember being on the dirt bikes in the snow and it was so fucking cold, like different <laughs> cold, different cold. Yeah. I was listening to uh, the Patriot party podcast today and they were talking about the flights being canceled for Southwest airlines. Did you, did you hear anything about that? Well, like, actually yesterday, uh, Bryson gray was supposed to record at three o'clock and his flights were all fucked up yesterday. So he wasn't able to come on. And yeah, they, they were breaking down how Southwest, you know, enforced the jab on their employees and their pilots. And now, you know, they're the ones missing out on 2,700 flights or something like that. And everybody else, though, Delta, U.S. or American Airline, everybody else, you know, they had a day or two of it during the really cold time. And then they fired it back up. But now they're saying Southwest is like, we can't, you know, people are fucked right now. They're stuck in airports. They're 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 screwed and it's only with southwest and so pa the patriot party was just breaking down how it's probably having to do with the jab you know what i mean and and the mandate of that and i don't know i don't fucking know damn dude but, well we're gonna definitely start seeing repercussions of all that shit and yeah yep so why don't you let everybody know where they can find you and anything else that you want to leave us with? Well, first of all, Catalyst Jones, is that your real name? You don't, you can say yes or no. It's the coolest name, by the way. 
Uh, so that was uh, the name that I came up with when I started making music. And it's dope. I've kept it. Yeah, keep it. It's dope. Um, I have to say thanks, dude. I Like I said, I was a, a peon welder listening to podcasts and uh, thought I had a voice. And now I have a voice and I'm getting on your podcast. And I really respect and appreciate your hospitality. And and uh, so thank you. Um, anybody can find me, my YouTube channel while it's still up. I try to edit it, dude. That's the only, like, it takes me forever to edit through videos. But uh, I have a YouTube channel called drewcast it's all one word and uh you can look up my youtube on that um i'm only on episode 21 i'm just starting this little journey but uh, but it's already dope it's already dope man i freaking love it i was excited all day like i was like i'm going i'm, I'm excited today nice like, i was stoked to come on um so you can find uh my podcast there or same thing with apple Podcasts, spotify all that and um yeah, check it out. Give it a five star rating. That shit does help. Uh, um, yeah, definitely. Give a five star rating and leave a review if you. Yeah. If yeah. I oh, I forgot to mention this, like the last three shows that I've done. If you guys uh, leave a five star and a review, I will read your review out loud, even if you're talking shit to me. Same here. Talk shit on the Chiefs. Do whatever. Leave me something. And don't ever wear that hat on my fucking show again. <laughs> I purposely, I purposely bought this thing knowing I was coming on. I was like, dude, I'm, I'm rocking this thing on this show. I've had to bite my tongue this entire time. Fuck it, I'm not biting it anymore. Hey, man, like I said, one love, dog. We gotta come together. No, yeah, I appreciate you, man. Yeah. And you came on, you crushed absolutely, and uh, you're more than welcome to come back on again. And uh, you guys know where the fuck you can find me because you're fucking listening to this. So I'm not gonna go through all that shit. All I am gonna say is keep digging down those rabbit holes. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Fuck this shit, I'm out. All right then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'ma get the fuck up out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Fuck this. Come on. There we go. Oh man, I actually am gonna have to edit this. Yeah. Webby. So it's 2022. Another year of this fucking bullshit, huh? All right. I'll smack you right up out the metaverse So hit the dirt when I get to work Try to wrap your mind around it and your head will burst Got them cell block bars, we in Leavenworth Come in and conquer the game, got them on red alert Living through this hell on earth that we call reality As we've come accustomed to these fucking abnormalities Mandates and laws and having a fucking mask on me No one thinking rationally, they lost the capacity And as a free thinker, I'm inevitably Labeled a danger as they questioning my efficacy I'm just here to say whatever I see Stirring up a little vaccine hesitancy Because celibacy's just the way that I think Cause I don't give a fuck There ain't no gender fluidity with my dick and nuts Not to say that that's a problem cause it isn't But don't we have some more important issues to be bringing up? I don't know, coming together against a common foe Instead of knocking each other down like we playing dominoes The World Economic Forum? Shit, those fuckers gotta go And fuck Big Pharma But 
I like some other products though I guess we're all just hypocrites at least a little bit Even if it's something that y'all rarely ever will admit But can we throw some self-awareness on the syllabus And hold ourselves accountable? <laughs> While y'all consider it, I'll call myself out right now and do it gladly Y'all they'll never vax me While I snort a 30 milli Addy in a Zanny So get at me, say I contradict my own beliefs, yeah exactly We all say stuff that conflicts what we do You could say that I suck, guess what, so do you There ain't a perfect person that anyone's ever knew So I'll point this loaded gun at your point of view How about the kids these days, always holding those phones Like I'm not level 39 on Pokemon Go I'm a hypocrite, so let me say it again Type to smoke a couple bogeys on the way to the gym Yeah, I live like a heathen Got someone I don't really believe in But ask for his help when I got a reason Put up 50 grand last year to protect the animals in an African region But I'm not a vegan Sorry. Shit, I love a good burger, don't blame me don't. Even climate change can't change me nope. 2022, new year, same me Same motherfucking gang, baby, ADHD Keep the flow fresh while the critics take apart Every single word that don't align with what they say is art Fuck a music chart, my music already made a mark I'm Megalodon, y'all dupe the dupe, baby shark So pull them up, go and show my stats All these years that I've been grinding till I broke my back My words spark reaction Shout out to No Life Shack Haters chirp and I don't write back I'ma take over the map, Connecticut to Iraq Shit, I'm running for the office of presidency of rap Kissing baby, shaking hands like a Nintendo Rumble Pack Fuck the competition, never cut them slack Yeah, I cook them up like Gardy Buco And serve them with prosciutto Pushing all the snakes out my circle, I keep it sumo Do not come around if your deficiencies immuno I'm <coughs> the sickest motherfucker you know Playing every card in my hand till I'm yelling uno Not a source of news, but all I say is truth though Let's go Brandon, yell it from the roof, yo Shout to my Canadian fans, but fuck Trudeau, I'm Cujo And you can never tie me on a leash I'm that shadow band bandit, they can't silence what I speak Fuck a tyrant, I'm a beast I'm a giant, hit the sirens when I slide up on the beats Then like ivy on the trees See them numbers growing up and all without a deal Living proof that they're gonna always be a market for the real Motherfuck the algorithms trying to target how you feel Fuck your partisan arguments, I'm the hardest on the field Then I hit another three-pointer from the half court Nothing but some net, I don't even hit the backboard Rap game vet, here to give them what they asked for Till I get whacked by a CIA task force Cause they know the way I flip on wax and kill all rappers Yeah, I never miss on that Wednesday before last, but we still on track It's 2022, bitch, Webby Wednesday's back